Andy, my dude, have you heard of the magical website builder known as Squarespace? Ugh, not another Squarespace ad. I feel like every podcast is sponsored by them. <laughs> hey, 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 don't knock it till you try it. Yes, okay, it is overhyped. But actually, it lives up to the hype. Squarespace is like a website fairy godmother. With a click of a button, your site transforms into a beautiful masterpiece. A website fairy godmother? That sounds interesting. What makes it so magical? Well, for starters, those slick templates make anyone look like a professional web designer. Pick one, customize the colors and fonts to match your brand, and voila. Plus, the drag-and-drop fluid engine is so easy, your grandma could build a site on Squarespace. Well, she did knit me a lovely scarf last Christmas. Maybe website design is next. Exactly. And when you're ready to sell your Nana's handmade scarves online, Squarespace has built-in e-commerce. Add a store with one click. Get flexible payment options. Then watch those sales roll in. And when she wants to teach others her steezy scarf skills, Squarespace's new courses feature is just the ticket. Nana can set up her curriculum and enrollments and payments in a snap and become the next e-knitting influencer. Wow, you really sold me with the grandma angle. Sign me up for that free try. Just go to thenextreel.com slash Squarespace and transform your site into a beautiful Squarespace masterpiece. Well, thanks, Pete. Even though it's overhyped, Squarespace actually sounds perfect for Nana's site's needs. Appreciate the warning on the ads, though. I'll brace myself next time I listen to a podcast. Anytime. Let me know if you need any help getting that site up and running. Andy, can you believe we've almost hit 700 episodes of The Next Reel? I know, it's crazy. And with all the other episodes in our family of podcasts, we are well over 1,200 episodes of movie conversation. It's really pretty amazing that we've gotten to have these in-depth movie chats every week for over a decade now. And we couldn't have done it without our loyal community of film fans. Their support over the years has meant so much. For sure. That reminds me, we should give the merch store a shout out. Buying shirts from thenextreel.com slash merch is a great way listeners can continue to support the show. Plus, they get to support our great designs. Absolutely. I think sometimes folks forget we have a variety of shirts, mugs, phone cases, and more available. In fact, a great place to start is with a shirt sporting the Next Reel's logo. We also have that classic Fast Times Spicoli Surf School tee, or the weirdly popular Rusty's European Tour shirt. The one from National Foods European Vacation. Why is that so popular? <laughs> Search me, but we have sold a ridiculous number of those. I guess there are a lot of Rusties taking trips to Europe? We're always adding new designs based on movies we've covered, like our brand new design for a streetcar named Desire, featuring a streetcar named Desire. So if you want to rep your love of TNR and films, head to thenextreel.com slash merch. Every purchase helps us continue to have these weekly in-depth conversations. So visit thenextreel.com slash merch today. And as always, thanks for listening and being a part of the Next Real community. We've got lots more great movie chats coming your way. It's showtime, folks. Enjoy the show. Welcome to the Next Reel's Saturday Matinee, our weekly show where the Next Reel team gets together to talk about news, reviews, new trailers, our weekly list challenges, and more. I'm Mandy Kaplan, and I am joined today by the stars of Marvel Movie Minute, Rob Cabosco. Hi, Rob. 
Hey, how are you? I'm fantastic. Thank Thank you. Thank you for that. I don't think I've ever been referred to as a star. (laughs) And and an equally bright and shiny star, Kyle Olsen. That's right. Equally. I mean, okay. Okay, okay, chill. It's cool. I mean, it's cool. But yeah, all right. Yeah, well, that's cool. That was very kind of you. Yeah. Oh, and by the way, in case you didn't know, Marvel Movie Minute is a weekly podcast, daily podcast that's put out each week. If you would like to learn more about Iron Man 2, you'd like to be entertained. You would like your ears to tingle with the magnificence of the early stages of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. (laughs) Tune in now of your podcatcher of choice. What's that called again, Kyle? It's the Marvel Movie Minute. That's right. right. And, and if you only have an hour that you'd like to do that with, uh, maybe on Sunday mornings, head over to the our YouTube channel and check out Marvel Movie Minute Live, where we do a live recap about all the Marvel news going on and talk about the show and uh, have some fun. This has right been now, spontaneous uh, plugs. That is right. <laughs> this is this is why they ha- this is why they hire us. Guys, I have other podcasts, but I'm not bringing up Mandemic Mondays, which drops every Monday, which involves <laughs> laughter and debate. Between myself and my best friend Mandy, and we have nothing in common but our names. I wouldn't do that because this is Saturday matinee, guys. <laughs> that's right. Oh, that's thank you for reeling us in. <laughs> <laughs> Can I get a that that sound effect? Whoop cha. Yeah. Oh God, I sound like an old lady. Here we are. <laughs> what are you guys into these days? Uh, actually, I, I recently watched uh, In the Heights when that came out. I oh, listened yeah. to your episode. I thought you did a very good job of representing the musicals fans on that. So Thank nice you. Work. I felt pressured by you, but I, I hope I you, did. You should proud. have. Good. I was, I, w- I was a little annoyed that no one on the panel had actually ever seen the musical. Or even heard of it. Like, yeah. A lot of, even in my life, a lot of people are like, I didn't know this. he did this before Hamilton. Yeah. Yeah, I, it's, I've seen it live and everything too. And so I kept going, and he kept bringing up these points. I'm like, eh, if you, the musical would, I have the answer for that problem because they changed something from the original plot of the. Right. Uh, Meanwhile, apparently but, I hang out with a lot of Edie McClurg. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you know, I just, oh, I didn't know it was on the Broadway. Yeah. <laughs> There's ain't nothing wrong with that. No. Uh, but yeah, but I, I basically agreed with your the, the group's assessment too. Yes. I was sort of like, Oh, okay. Like, I, it, there's a couple points that hit me pretty hard, and I was surprised because there are moments in the musical that, that make me cry, and they didn't in the movie. But there are moments that don't in the musical, and they did in the movie. So I was like, oh, this is a different experience. So I, I had the same problem as, as a lot of times going in, knowing, like, you've read the novel, and now you're mm-hmm. seeing the adaptation, is that I kept going, why'd they change that? Right. Why is that different? You know, so I couldn't fully immerse myself in it because I kept being aware of how things had changed and like oh they just eliminated that character well that's going to mean two songs are gone Wh- right. why but okay so yeah I, I so i'm hoping to watch it with uh, my family uh, to see what their assessment is because they have no expectations going in sure mine gave up rob what have you been oh, watching they? yeah oh yeah <laughs> um i did watch i watched uh in the heights when it first came out on hbo max we did watch over father's day weekend we watched uh luca the new Pixar oh, film. Yeah. How's that? Uh, which enjoyed it. Um, my only issue was, was that I wish it, uh, there is a point. This is not giving anything away. But if you <laughs> see the trailers, the characters get to a village. The movie is amazing once they get to said village. Yeah. The, the first 20, 25 minutes of the film of trying to get to the village. I wish they would have montaged mm. or something. I don't know. Like, that's all. I 
The rest of the movie is fantastic. It's very timely. It has a wonderful message, as almost every Pixar movie does. Mm-hmm. Good dinosaur looking at you. And um, <laughs> and so this is this is good. It's just I think for people when they start watching it, if you can make it past the first 20 minutes, yeah. you're in for a very sweet, beautiful ride. Yeah. It's not the first 20 minutes are bad. It's that they're typical. Correct. Like as you're watching it, you're sort of like, oh, I've seen this in a bunch of other animated movies before. Like, what is the difference? And the difference is the village. Once they get there, it takes off in a whole different direction. I would think this is probably the least Pixar, Pixar movie they've made in a long, long time where if you didn't know that it was Pixar, you wouldn't immediately peg it. Like there's there's no as far as I can tell, there's no Pizza Planet truck. There's no I mean there's no, no references to other movie. I mean like it's a what, pretty much who's a standalone John thing. In it? Oh yeah, he's not is, in it. What? Wait, I thought he was. Is oh there, really? I, I checked in the, the credits, credits but I, didn't I don't see know him. what he does. Yeah, who knows? Yeah, that's the thing. It's like it's it's sort of like maybe the Pixar Luke has gotten to the point where they're just like ready to to move on from the Pixar universe theory mm-hmm. and just like you know what? How about everyone's just a good movie? We don't have to actually yeah. put in a reference to the. the I'm trying to remember what the name of the uh, unicycle was. Red? Oh, right. Is that too deep for people? <laughs> yeah, that is. Wow, that's a deep, I don't deep know that Pixar reference. cut. Yeah. The unicycle. Yeah. yeah, they they did a series of animated shorts before they ever got to make a movie. And oh. a bunch, they have those characters, like Tin Toy and things. And those characters have shown up in a bunch of other Pixar movies, too, because they remember their history. But maybe it's time to look to the future, Pixar. Gotcha. What about you? Well, I... Um, it's going to get personal if we can for a minute. Oh, let's let's get deep. Let's get real. Cool. My of son course. introduced us to an amazing magician called named Justin Willman, and he does a show on Netflix called Magic for Humans. Yes. Now, oh, yeah. we're late to the party. I know he's already a massive star, but yeah. he has warmed our hearts and made the pandemic so much uh, more tolerable. And he's so fantastic. And my son graduated from fifth grade last week, and we got oh, a cameo hey. from Justin Willman. <gasps> and it was oh, like, wow. he was extraordinary and really personal and kind and supportive of Casey and did a Rubik's Cube trick, and you know, like just for Casey. It was very, very cool. Uh, and we've been watching a ton of Magic for Humans, and then he has a show this Saturday night, tonight, I guess, Saturday matinee, allegedly. Right, of course. No. Right. Uh, but yeah, so I'm all about Justin Willman. And I'm deeply in love with him. And if anybody out there oh, in sure. the universe knows him, my husband and I are both deeply in love with him. And we would like to invite him into our family. <laughs> in very so intimate ways. Of you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> no magic required. Let's see uh, what he can make disappear. Hey-o. Hey yo. Um, oh wow. So I but I imagine there's one episode you don't show your son. I can't remember. There's one about sex. I don't know that we've seen that one. There have been a couple okay. that we've been like, oh, let's pick a different episode. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. He's oh. very sneaky that way because he's so yeah. charming and family friendly. And then like, whoa, there's. Yeah. Yeah. Set Matt I, I, is rated PG, too. so I'm not going to say some of the stuff we've seen. But <laughs> Yeah. the I have not seen season two of Magic for Humans, but yeah, when season one came out, that, that exact thing happened to us, too. Yeah. We were just like, this guy's amazing, and he's so charismatic. And then so we went down a YouTube hole of finding all the appearances he'd done. Yeah. And yeah. I'm a, I'm a big fan of Magic when it's done expertly in his and when it's done terribly. Sure. I so love bad magic when you can tell they just bought this trick and are so proud of doing it and they're doing it terribly. And I have a show to do for you later. (laughs) (laughs) I cannot do magic. So wanted to chat about a couple of things. Who posted this article about 
the movie Old. That was me, only because, okay, so uh, M. Night... Uh, Shyamalan. M. Night Shyamalan's new movie that's supposed to open July 23rd, right? Yes. It's called Old. Like a month. It's a month. Yes, I was on an and episode there, where we did the trailer, so I'm familiar. Right. And mm-hmm. there, was a, there was an article where he's still figuring out the ending, and I... <laughs> I was just, I just, listen, the only thing, I was just amused. I was like, oh. Of all people to yeah. not know the ending of their movie, well, that, that was, is what makes it. That was the ringer was like, kiss. Right. well, hold on a second, dude. Like, don't you start with the end? Like, yeah. One what do you mean? month before yes. the release date. Yeah. Oh, boy. Now. Yeah. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I'm an old-fashioned gal. Don't they have to put the movie in the big cans and drive it across country to all the theaters? Well. Like, how is there going to be time to finish this movie? Yeah, well, I, I, this is this is the downside of digital distribution is because right. most movie theaters are now digital as well. And so, like, when I worked at the movie theater, this was just happening. And so it's called ingesting, which is super fun. So they usually usually only get the movie, like, the day before. You oh, have to really? have your, your stuff open and, and get it. So really, he could be, like, tinkering. Mm-hmm. Up until, until, I mean, there, there's, there's color timing and there's all these things that have to be done. So he, he can't be up to the night before. There actually There is a drop-dead delivery date that has to right. be made mm-hmm. in order to hit that thing. Uh, but he could be doing it for the next couple weeks, still trying to figure it out. God love him. It's like a choose-your-own-adventure. Will he take suggestions? Oh, that's an interesting God. idea. Right? Uh, have a contest. Oh. How, about a, how, about a, uh, how about a Twitter poll? I'd like <laughs> Bruce Willis to appear. And, and <laughs> Oh, let's tie it back into the Unbreakable universe. That would be amazing. Wouldn't that be funny if it, if it was? Like, it was another movie that you It was went, another wait, villain. Or, like, then right. suddenly the aliens from Signs are there. But wait, it's on a beach. They're, they're water vulnerable. Or right? at least an appearance from Wilson the Volleyball, right? Oh, because a castaway on a, on a beach on the island. Aren't oh. they on? It looks the same as Castaway. This yeah, movie. That's I got that. Okay, thank you, right. Rob. Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I, no, I'm with you. We can I'm edit totally that you. out. Yeah, totally. <laughs> or add crickets. <laughs> I honestly, I thought, I thought, I thought, Kyle, I th- literally thought you were going to say, you know, as he as the twist is, it's the greatest villain time. <laughs> like that's all. Like just okay. Time is Thanks. a maniac scattering. Thanks, dust. everybody. Like, <laughs> Anyway, that's all. Just amusing. We'll certainly want to see that movie now. I know. I'm excited to. (laughs) Well, because, yeah, because you got now. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, yeah, because it really makes me want to go to the movie when when the filmmaker doesn't know how it ends. Because now I got to see. No, I I got to see what happened. No, I got to see what happened. I've I've already seen an M. Night Shyamalan train wreck. It was called The Happening. Uh, I don't need to go through that again. Maybe it's the plants. Maybe it is the plants. The twist is the plants are making people old. Maybe that was what he started with. And maybe maybe this is the cover screen for like, dude, no, you can't do that. (laughs) We have to run from the wind, guys. What is the the expression like necessity is the mother of invention? Am I making that up? Something along those lines. uh, Movies are never finished, only abandoned. (laughs) Didn't we all in high school finish a paper at 5 a.m. that we turned in at 7.30 a.m. And oh, didn't we all argue yeah. with our parents, like, that's when I work my best, Mom. No, it's like, then I'm concentrating. Yeah. I'm working on a whole yeah. other that's level, man. The, yeah, so that's what he's doing here. This is his turn paper. I mean, yeah. we're all still doing that, right? No, <laughs> uh, I've no. learned. I've learned not to procrastinate. Okay. Yeah, I, I had to, and I had to learn it. Because I was a major procrastinator, too, and it was a, it was definitely a skill that had to be learned. See, we're getting personal in right? this app, Matt. I like this. 
Now I'm all about the deadlines. Who's got a horrible tragedy in their past they want to share? Anybody? Ooh, well, let's see. It was late one night (laughs) and I was driving. Okay. (laughs) (laughs) And that hitchhiker was never seen again. (laughs) (laughs) But sometimes I still see him. Is he behind me now? Um, (laughs) The other thing I wanted to talk about that I saw a headline that they are going to do a television series of Interview with a Vampire, guys. Are you fans? Yeah, it seems like everything from the 90s is coming back, isn't it? It really mm-hmm. is. It's the man. <laughs> I don't know. I, okay, I, I was I was right there with in, when this these came out, like the Anne Rice, the Vampire Trilogy, like their witches, all that yeah. stuff. I read all of those things. But like, they've gone to this franchise so many times, and have they ever come out with a good movie? I mean, Interview with a Vampire, I guess, was okay. Oh, I liked but, like it. Yeah, have you watched it lately? No. <laughs> yeah, oh, some things were uh, of Wait, their really? time. Oh. Well, this is for I, AMC, I mean, and AMC has a good track record. No, Walking Dead and Mad Men. Am I crazy? Well, if those are your two examples, then yeah, Walking Dead started out fine. Okay, I'll take okay, your word for it. What a shock! I've never seen it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so I, and I, I would say you, you don't need to. Okay. I don't know. I mean, I, I hopefully they have someone who's going to do a adaptation, like a really modern, you know, good, strong take on it, and they have all of this material they can start figuring out, like what they're going to do, as opposed to just like they did with what uh, Queen of the Damned, where they're just like, that's eh, the third one. Right. Just let's just jump in. Well, good news, bad news. It's Roland Jones, and he just did Perry Mason on HBO, and I was not uh. a fan of that. Yeah, I was say, that was kind of, but that was much more deeply disturbing, which kind of fits in with the Anne Rice thing. Yeah. Did, did they say what the plan, I, I, you know, when I scanned the article, it was because there's more work, there's more books that she wrote. So is that this yeah. is not trying to reboot anything. This is just a, the more of the stories. Oh, no, I think it's a redo of Interview with a Vampire. Right. It's, oh. it's, that. A it's, it's the Vampire Lestat, you know, story. Oh, OK. Now, oh. who do you guys have any casting ideas? This is my favorite thing to do is to, oh, for to help Hollywood yeah. out. I was thinking. Well, I guess he has to be a white dude, huh? Doesn't have doesn't have to be. Well, I mean, uh. no, I think like historically, isn't isn't he from like the 1600s France? Sure. But we live in a day and age where people are. Lin-Manuel Miranda plays Hamilton, and it's all good, right? So, outside the box, Kyle, outside the box. Okay, well, then I think the, the, I'd say that my my first instinct for that is the guy from Bridgerton. I can't remember his name is. I can't remember his name either. That super handsome dude who was hosted Saturday Night Live, like that guy. Yes. Like, man, like, who wouldn't succumb to that dude's feminine, you know, vampire wiles? Yes. Do you think Justin Willman is available? No, that's Ooh. just a personal choice. That's okay. Okay, sure. Um, I was thinking like a Penn Badgley. Did you watch that series? Hmm. You from that no. creepy book? He's from Gossip Girl, and he's extraordinarily yes, I, yeah, handsome. But he does intense and creepy and charming very, very well. So are we doing just are we just Lestat? Or are we going to talk? I mean, I don't remember. The, there's the the interviewer, and then what the friend was. That Louis? was just Christian Slater, right? Louis, yeah. yes, Louis. Is okay, uh, and then, Brad Pitt. then the girl. I can't remember. The, Kirsten Dunst the, was the girl. Kirsten Dunst's character. Yeah, I can't remember. Yeah. This is the, I don't know her name. This, this, see, you can see clearly I've done my research yeah, on this. Me too. <laughs> As I'm trying to pull up <laughs> from that one movie I watched. Rob, who would you like to see play the vampire Lestat? I didn't think about it at all. I so I, so I Rob no is idea. saying Tom Cruise again. 
Uh, you know what? You son of a... I almost said that. I said, what's Tom Cruise doing? He hasn't aged. And just, he's creepier now than he was back then. It, I, it would totally work. True. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. That's funny. I actually was in the back of my head. <laughs> <laughs> well, I'd be curious. I always liked the first books and the... And the I did like the movie when it came out. And, you know, we don't have much of this period horror drama on TV right now. So I'm down for it. I'll let you know yeah, how it I'm, is. Yeah, I'm hoping that they can pull it off. It, it just seems like they've, they've got quite the uphill battle, I think. So I'm, I'm hoping they have a hot take. <laughs> we are always hoping for a hot take. Yeah. Gentlemen, would you like to discuss some trailers? Trailer Ooh. Ooh. Yeah. And who whipped in there first? Got guess. the prime parking spot. Just take a guess. It's me. It's always me. It's me. I not only am very excited about this movie that I picked, but people started sending me the trailer because they know I'm excited about this movie. It was based on a podcast that I very much enjoyed of, of the same name as the movie. It is called The Shrink Next Door. Tell me about yourself. Everything is fine. How's the situation with your sister? Fine. And how's the work? It's fine. You know what word I'm getting a little tired of hearing from you, Marty? The F word. Everything is not fine. You're a nice guy. I'm not going to let anyone use you. Therapy works. It's empowering. It's liberating. I feel like I'm on drugs. <laughs> I mean, I've never taken them before, but I mean, I assume this is what drugs feel like. I don't care what you say anymore. This is my life. a little unconventional. I don't trust him. Go ahead with your own life. Leave me alone. Marty, I have your best interest at heart. Without trust, we have nothing. I do trust you. I trust you completely. I do believe you have just had what we head shrinkers call a breakthrough. Oh, Jesus. And we're out of time. Oh. Leave me alone. Now, this movie is starring. <laughs> Two of my all-time favorites, all-time, Will Ferrell, he is potentially my all-time favorite, and Paul Rudd. And Paul Rudd is so perfectly cast as a manipulative, advantage-taking shrink in New York uh, in the 1980s, and he twists up Will Ferrell's life and takes it over. And it's really, he leaves that guy as a hapless mess. The, did you did either one of you listen to the podcast or have any thoughts about the trailer? Oh, well, I'm curious before we get into us. Let's still talk about you. Yeah. What what is it that that drew you in? Like, what is it that it, that people were like, you have to do this? Is it is it the it was it the cast? Is it the podcast thing? Is it the dark story? Like, what is it that I had listened to the podcast right when it came out. I love true okay. crime podcasts, and I'm okay, but I also don't like anything gory or violent. So this was like a non-violent. Wow mind f 
podcast that I loved. Like, how did this guy end up giving over his life to his shrink? Like, that's awful and shocking. And so I loved the podcast and then heard about the casting a while back. And people were like, did you hear? Did you hear? It's Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell. It's Ron Burgundy reunited. This is (laughs) everything I could ever dream of. Yeah, I'm I'm just a huge fan of everything about this. And not okay. a comedy, but I know that there will be some comedic tones and and I I just like watching them outside their comfort zones. Paul Rudd mm. looks great in the trailer doing a New York accent, yeah. which is so not him and uh, two things really uh I had not heard about this and I'm not familiar with the podcast, but okay, totally interested and it's and anything that can show up on Apple TV Plus and give it more cred. Okay, cool. For all mankind. Ted Lasso can't carry everything. Ted Lasso for all mankind can't be everything. Yeah. No matter how many morning shows you do. But okay. Mm-hmm. So here's what got me. Um, Catherine Hahn and Casey Wilson. Yes. Awesome. Okay. Uh, supporting players in that. And I hope that the spectacular edit of Billy Joel's My Life <laughs> leads to a rediscovery of one mr billy joel oh because the use of that song in the trailer is spectacular bring it yes so there you go yes i was excited yes i loved it too i was a little confused because it 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 seemed like it was a comedy i was like oh this is one of those life-affirming comedy things and then like the trailer goes on you're like oh things aren't aren't going very well (laughs) this is dark and then i had when i when i started doing research into it i was like oh this is a dark comedy so it's not going to have a happy ending at the end i'm like oh now in the podcast the it's narrated by this author who got his house on long island and the next door neighbor came over and was like knock 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 i'm the groundskeeper next door and the owner's having a party if you'd like to come meet everybody and the writer whose door was knocked upon, started to put two and two together. And he's like, that's not a groundskeeper. He's the owner of the house, but the shrink has taken it over and reduced him to living in the guest house as the groundskeeper. And this is all real. But I didn't see the character of the journalist in the movie. I'm curious. Is it a movie or a series? Oh, it's a series. series? It's a a limited run series. Oh, thank God. Yes. More Paul Rudd and Will Ferrell in my life. Yeah, I, was saying, I don't think they but, could do, tell that story. Right. In, so I'm just you know, curious if hours. the journalist factors in because it's really him mm. who he he puts the pieces together and it's a crazy story. Mm. Worth wow. telling. Okay. Yeah. Rob, you're up next. Okay, so this is this is brand new this week. The movie is not. It is uh we've talked about this movie before on the show. It is the uh, very looked forward to now at this point uh, sequel slash reboot slash reimagining of the DCEU Suicide Squad. Yes, it is the Suicide Squad. Robert Dubois. He's in prison for putting Superman in the ICU with a kryptonite bullet. I'm not joining your Suicide Squad. We'll see. My court date is coming up. And Miss Waller said maybe you could help me out. I wouldn't take such extreme measures if this mission weren't more important than you could possibly imagine. Are you in or out? Good. Let's meet your team. It's okay, I'm not okay. Each member is chosen for his or her own completely unique set of abilities. Number two. Good to know. Is this thing a dog? 
A dog? What kind of dog do you think it is, mate? I'm gonna go with Afghan hound. Oh my god, is it a werewolf? Yo, they shot me next to a werewolf! Yo, let me out! Yeah, he's not a werewolf, okay? He's a weasel. He's harmless. I mean, he's not harmless. He's killed 27 children, but, you know. Your mission is to destroy every trace of something known only as Project Starfish. Any questions? Starfish is a slang term for a butthole. Think there's any connection? No. No. All right. Let's get it. This is suicide. Well, that's kind of our thing. I'm a superhero! That's my dad. I want to get you out of real life. I'm going to get you out of here alone. Ratatouille, what do you got? Bird. <laughs> now, now, wait. Stay off the comp. And if you're saying to yourself, what more is there to say about this? Okay, here's the three <laughs> things. Number one, this is now officially the movie I'm looking forward to the most this summer. Wow. Definitely. Like, uh, let's not, we're not going to talk about Black Widow and some of the early reviews. <laughs> we're just going to put those off to the side. Um, I am, I'm all in on this movie. August 6th, simultaneous movie theaters, HBO Max. That's number one. Number two. Uh, these the characters look amazing this looks fantastic all this is great but number three the reason why i bring this up check out the new trailer you will laugh if you find this funny if you don't you'll hate me but uh, par for the course <laughs> but here's the big story when you watch this trailer this is i tell me when this has ever happened before there is title cards that are promoting it. And in it, it says from the horribly beautiful mind of James Gunn, the director of Guardians of the Galaxy, <laughs> <laughs> which wait a minute. Wait, that's from across the aisle. You can't what do is that? that. Like, I mean, that is literally the equivalent of like the trailers for The Force Awakens. And like if they had started off with. Oh, right. Like, from the visionary from, director from the, of Star Trek. Star Trek. <laughs> <laughs> what are you doing? I mean, I. OK, you don't have to ask for permission, right? How does nope. that happen? Yeah. Like that's unheard of. Now I'm all in. I was already in. I'm in more. I'm in. I'm in over my head. Not the first time, but uh, you know what I mean. That's so all. if memory serves, Mandy, when you first saw this trailer, you said, I think I'm going to go see that movie. Has that has that changed? I would still see this movie. Yeah. It looks twisted and funny and too violent for me, but I could take it with enough humor and. And charm. It's gonna and it's going to have a rock and soundtrack. Yes. James Gunn is is like Quentin Tarantino in that he has his, a really good musical taste. Did you get that? I got a very big uh, Tarantino vibe from this trailer. Yeah. Even more so than the previous trailers. This one, it really makes you like, okay, you get what the attitude, this movie has attitude that we're ne I don't think we've seen yet. We haven't never, we haven't seen any of the superhero genre movies exude this much. I don't want to know what I want to call it, but it's the right kind <laughs> of mojo. Badassery? Yeah. It, um, yeah. It's funny because I got a Tarantino vibe from Kyle's trailer, which I know we're not oh. on yet, but that was my right. first thought from that. 
Perfect, perfect segue. Well, yes, the, you, and you are correct. But Kyle, how do you feel about the, I don't want to mess it up, Rob, <laughs> yeah, so exactly. quickly. Definitive the article. Suicide Very Squad. The Suicide Squad. Yeah, I mean, what better birthday present could I ask for? This movie drops on my birthday. Aww. And it's like James Gunn who made it just for me. Yeah, I'm, I'm super excited about this. It's taking James Gunn's sort of trauma past, because he has a, a history with the with trauma, um, you know, horror, low-budget kind of stuff, and what he learned on Guardians of the Galaxy and fusing them together. It's going to be like the perfect James Gunn movie. I mean, and, and the fact that it seems that DC just let him do what he wanted to do. They're like, no, no, take our third tier characters and go crazy. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm super excited. And I hope this opens up the doors of what they see that superhero movies can be. And that DC will allow the people who make the movies to actually have much more say in them as opposed to sort of the, the corporate overlord mentality of, of making sure that action figures get put onto shelves at appropriate times. Gotcha. So Shazam 2, fingers crossed. Uh, yeah, exactly. Well, that, that shit, Shazam actually, like, I'd say Aquaman, Shazam, Suicide, Suicide Squad, they're trending the right way. Like, they, they are letting these people do these stories the story the way they want to do. I mean, Aquaman's just bonkers. The fact that, like, that movie exists in sort of the the grim and gritty Snyderverse sort of adjacent thing. I mean, there's, there's a crab army in that movie. It's nuts. Uh, so I, I like that they're getting a little bit crazy over at Warner Brothers. Uh, one of the fraternities at my college had a crab army. No? Oh. No. Yeah. Um, oh. <laughs> I don't know. I got to keep it lively. Wow. I didn't. Okay. That was, did they get, did they get treatment for that? I mean, they... I'm assuming so. Okay. All right. Kyle. Good sir. What movie, what trailer did you bring to the table? Well, I was originally going to talk about Snake Eyes because there's a new Snake Eyes trailer that, that came out. I thought... I could inflict this on Mandy because this movie she was never <laughs> going to see. But then another trailer dropped uh, just uh, right before we sort of went to air, and, and it blew my mind. Uh, this is what's fun about Netflix is they have all this money, and they go to all these filmmakers to do stuff, and then these movies just sort of disappear. Like, they get announced and then just disappear. And then suddenly a trailer drops for this incredible movie, and you had no idea it even existed. And that's what happened to me today. So the movie is called The Harder They Fall. Here I go. Hell are you doing? I ain't nowhere to board a train, you damn stupid n- You yeah, know, he might could have said nincompoop. We ain't no nincompoop. Open it. I'm gonna play for you. Our first tune is called Let's start what we have come into the room to do. <laughs> right on. Here goes. You do know how to make a grand entrance. I know who you are. The angel who hunts down those who trespass against him with no mercy. Hey! 
kesme. Admit it. I'm lighting it with the blam blams. <laughs> That's a brand new Western movie with an unbelievable cast. Mm. Like, first of all, on screen, the first thing you see is the eyes of Regina King. And I'm like, okay, I'm already leaning forward. Tell me more. Uh, but then as they go along, they just introduce more and more fantastic actors. And they there's it's the, the trailer starts out with them robbing a train, you think. As they're going through the train, they open up and it turns out, no, it's not a, it's not a robbery. It's a rescue. And who are they rescuing? Yeah, it's Idris Elba. So are you like, okay. Uh, like, all right, I'm already going to mark down the date, and then they keep, and it keeps on going. You have Jonathan Majors, who's going to be a major part of the MCU here coming up. Zazie Beetz from Deadpool 2. Delroy Lindo! I, like, it's like, I tell you, every face that comes on screen, I'm like, oh, I know that guy. Oh, I know that girl. Like, it was so exciting, so it's going to be this. The lead, not the lead, but my favorite, Lakeith Stanfield. Yes, like he's Stanfield, I mean, exactly, exactly. Like you, you just see him and go, oh no man, more. like exactly. It's like it just it just keeps elevating and elevating. And suddenly, I'm like, suddenly this has become like as exciting as like the Magnificent Seven remake. It was just like face after face after face. I'm like, okay, like I don't even know what your story is, but like I am on board. What do you guys think? Oh, exactly. Um, you get well it, as we said, you get the Tarantino vibe. You get sort of the Magnificent Seven, uh, and and obviously. If you don't already know, I mean, this is an entire African-American cast. Yeah. So you've got the visual juxtaposition of of a Western with a bat. We're going to use that word again. Badassery mm-hmm. uh, conglomerate of African-American actors and actresses. It's like, whoa, this is something I've never seen before. No one's yeah. tried this. Right. Yeah. So it looks great it's and it's and it's a hyper uh edit on the the cut yeah. of this trailer from what so i what i gathered it, i think the the guy's a first time director who's done a bunch of music videos and so you can oh, kind of get that vibe like of like oh it's going to have a real pop sort yeah. of thing there we it. go so it and again, attitude it has yeah. it has a defined attitude it looks great you know what it's going to get okay so netflix okay, netflix hasn't really said yet at a release date either right nope, nope. just this year fall. that's all we know okay fall yeah, this fall. Year. Yeah, fall. I'm thinking this is this is like an October to me. Looks great. It's going to be fun. First of all, both of your movies start with breaking Idris Elba out of jail. <laughs> right? That's true. That's a strange. That's connection. so true. Uh, I I did a bit of a double take when I was like, wait, wait, wait. Are there, these are different movies. So, is there a movie out there where it's about putting Idris Elba into jail? <laughs> <laughs> that's funny you mentioned. That's funny you note that. Yes. Yeah, oh, I, I didn't think of that, but you're absolutely right. Yeah, this movie looks inventive and fresh and yeah. incredible and i can't see it it's just too violent but oh, oh uh, really I, even even western violence yeah i don't well it was it was it the the headshot right at the very beginning <laughs> <laughs> it was tough I mean, that is the trailer of, was tough okay. but okay but uh, i i have to warn you i think suicide squad might be too much for you oh, oh i'm sure it will be but okay. but as i said about you know when casting a, a black actor as the vampire Lestat. Like I sure. love an old West story with all of these incredible African-American actors. I think that's yeah. exciting. I, I love it. And I love each of the, each one of them, each face that appeared. I was like, Ooh, Ooh. So, um, I can't wait to hear all about it, but I don't think I can handle it. <laughs> okay. All right. We'll come back. To, we'll, well, we'll give you, oh, I'm sure, some, you know, some it, notes. it seems like a good film board movie. So, yeah. 
Oh, I'm sure it'll get talked about and raved about. I just, I can't be one of the ones to do it. Oh, I know. I'm such That's a delicate right. flower. <laughs> yeah, clearly. But, so I won't be watching The Harder They Fall, but you know what I will be doing? What's that? Games! Ooh! That's my theme song. So... <laughs> Drop the beat. Yeah. So, the Zazzy beat? No. Ooh. So, uh, okay. Whoa. I have developed a game that is like a lightning round. You're familiar with the concept of a lightning round, are you not? Sure. Okay. Yes. Yes, both of you. So, yes. much in the vein of the last round of Family Feud, I'm going to ask to ask each of you a series of questions. I'm going to time it. There's no time limit because... If you get all the questions right, if both of you get all the questions right, then whoever did it quicker will be the the grand oh, winner. Okay. I am hosting with the two stars of Marvel Movie Minute. And <laughs> you I are feel like we're about to be set up for something. Oh, God. We're John. called the stars again. We're done. <laughs> experts about Marvel movies. Are you not? (laughs) So I I looked up a bunch of Marvel movie trivia questions. Now, I don't know the answer to any of them. I'm assuming you will know the answer to all of them and you'll roll your Uh, eyes and think, oh, you know, what's with Kaplan? She doesn't understand how easy these questions are. So I've peppered in some questions (laughs) that involve my area of movie expertise. Does, would anybody like to guess? Is it romantic comedies? It is romantic comedy starring oh. Sandra Bullock. Oh. Okay. So like that might be an equalizer. I can't just have you both be like, boom, I got 10 questions about Marvel. Correct. Okay. <laughs> so I have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten 10 questions here. Half of them are about Marvel. Half of them are about Sandra Bullock romantic comedies. Okay. You're welcome. <laughs> is there is there a name for this game? Um, yeah, we're idiots. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. <laughs> just curious if you had like you know the the Sandy Marvel quiz or something. I love I this, know. by the way. Uh, by the way, I'm I'm genuinely like a little bit like scared, which I is a great thing because that makes that makes great. <gasps> Make mine Sandy. That's it. Yeah. Got it. Nailed it. When Trademark. I'm not the host of Sat Matt, I play the games. Mm-hmm. I have such a good time. Win or lose, I don't care. I just love to play these games. Oh, yeah. Whenever I host Sat Matt, everybody gets scared by my games. Am I Why? Too your much your of games a are really master? fun. I've been I've never played I mean, I've never been on this side of it, but like I've listened to all the Sat Mats. Your musical one was was a work of genius. Like no, the your amount stuff of is great. time you put in. This is I was me. impressed. I'm 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 fearful of being made made fun of okay. because my idiocy will be uncovered. Also, and Rob and I are super not know. competitive about anything. We have we don't really. Have, oh, well, there you go. Rob is super competitive. I don't care. Okay. I honestly have no I egos. Have, I have no egos. no ego at all. So like I, I don't will, win or I lose. I you, honestly Kyle. crush me, crushed. crush me, Daddy. Like I honestly do not care. Gentlemen, this took a turn. <laughs> So <laughs> I, I'm going there's to say a, there's a palpable sexual tension in this Zoom room, people. There is. Yes. I'm who's going first. I'm going to say Rob goes first because he got his trailer in second. So, Kyle, <laughs> if you could kindly uh, remove your headphones. Absolutely. And do right, no I'm, lip reading. No lip reading. All right. I can, I'm signing off. Here we go. Okay. Going to try, try. Try to do some lip reading. Oh, nice. <laughs> I'm not playing to... Candy Crush. I'm setting a timer. Okay, I, I'm going. Okay. I'm Is going silent now. Still a thing? 
All right. Okay. Yeah, what should we say about Kyle to see if he, if he can hear us? You'll have to hand signal me when it's time for me to come back okay. in. Okay. I don't All think right, he we can. Will. Yeah. Thumbs okay. up. Yep. Yeah, Are cool. you ready? Okay. I'm ready. Oh boy. They're right here. here. <clears throat> now what can I pass or can I, can, let's say I just want to get stuck and I, I don't want to come back to it, but no, I guess it doesn't matter because the time is anything. Right. I mean, then your time will just go longer. So oh, I don't God. recommend passing. I recommend taking okay. a stab at it. All right. All right. Okay. Deep breath. Top 10, ans- top 10 answers on the board. All right. Let's Here go. we go. Right. I'm pressing start. What does shield stand for? Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I should know this. I, it's, oh, I, I, I don't, I'm not going to be able to remember that right now. I don't. Done. No, that's a big, that's a goose egg. Strategic Homeland Intervention Enforcement and Logistics Division. I was just going to mess it up. Why is Sandra yeah. Bullock's character Margaret Tate in the movie The Proposal put into the situation of marrying Andrew Paxton, played by Ryan Reynolds? Because she is a Canadian and to and so that she can keep her job. Excellent. Yeah, I know that. Wanda, yeah, I got that. <laughs> Wanda and her brother Pietro are from where? Oh, uh, um, um. Not Romania. Oh my God! I knew this. This is what I got nervous at. I was going to flub all the Marvel answers. Um, from uh Slovenia or not? Um, uh, no. Um, Sokovia. Yes, yes. What state was Bullock's character representing in the movie Miss Congeniality? Oh, one out of fifty chance here. Oh, oh, I want to say Virginia, but that's not right. I, I don't know. It's it's like I think it's one of the Northeast states, but I'm. Yes, Massachusetts. One. Nope. New Jersey. What? No. New Jersey. Pepper Potts yeah. is allergic to what? Uh, strawberries. Ooh. Yeah. What type of work does Sandra Bullock's character Angela Bennett do in the 1995 movie The Net? Wait, she's not like a, she's like a net, a sysadmin. Doesn't she work like for, doesn't she work in technology? IT something. Software engineer. I'm going to give it to you. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, yeah. That works. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Thor's Majolner is well, made yeah. from yeah. the metal of a dying star. Yes. Who is the male romantic lead of two weeks' notice? Oh, jeez. Um, it's not Ryan Reynolds. It's not uh, uh, uh no, it no, I don't know. Hugh Grant. What's <sighs> the name of the amulet Doctor Strange wears around his neck? Oh, the eye of Armagato. Um, I the eye of um, I can't Armagato. Armageddon. Armageddon. The eye of Agamotto. Agamotto. I always flip stuff like that. Who is the firstborn child? I, I get a half point of for that. Odin. The firstborn child of Odin. Mm-hmm. It's it's Thor. The answer is Kila. Oh. oh yeah. Okay. You said child. Oh my god. All Embarrassment. Right. So is that the whole thing? All right. We're we're signaling Rob uh, Kyle Dude, to come back. I have my worst, returned. My my worst fears. <laughs> Your brain failed you? Wait, so hold on a second. Yeah. Did you embarrass the show, Rob? Stop. A little bit. <laughs> if I, if I, if I, if I, oh, yeah. Oh, totally. Oh, my God. Right? Has your nerd cred I've, been I've, shred? I've, I've, yeah. I've, <laughs> no, I'm worried. Seriously. But wait. I don't have to take as long as I promise to be quiet. No, you yes. can, can listen. Now. Yeah, that's right. As long as you can, as long as you can not be like. No commentary. No. Okay. <laughs> right. I got this. Are we ready? Ten questions. Ten questions. The time starts now. What does SHIELD stand for? Oh, (laughs) Strategic Homeland Intervention and Logistics Division. You're missing one. I'm missing a letter? Yep. Uh, Enforcement. Yes. And Logistics Division. Yes. 
Why is Sandra Bullock's character, Margaret Tate, in the movie The Proposal, put into the situation of marrying Andrew Paxton, played by Ryan Reynolds? Uh, to get a job, isn't it? To promote promotion. It is not. It, it is, is not? for citizenship. Oh. She is Canadian. Oh, that's right. Wanda and her brother Pietro Canada. are from where? Sokovia. Yes. What state was Bullock's character representing in the movie Miss Congeniality? Texas? Ooh, it is New Jersey. No, New Jersey. Pepper Potts. Right. Oh, it's in, it takes place in Texas. It's from New Jersey. Got it. Pepper Potts is allergic to what? Strawberries! What type of work does Sandra Bullock's character Angela Bennett do in the 1995 movie The Net? A barista? <laughs> She's a software engineer. Oh, okay. Thor's Majolner is made from the metal of a dying... Star. And how do you pronounce that? Uh, you can't, first, you can't it Mjolnir. Mjolnir. But it's Uru is what it's made Thank from. Thank you. Who is the male romantic lead of Two Weeks Notice? Uh, Hugh, Hugh Grant. Yes. I was about what, to say Hugh Jackman. See, I'm still stuck on the Equally thing. as hot. What's the yeah. name of the amulet Dr. Strange wears around his neck? The Eye of Agamato. Who is the firstborn child of Odin? Uh, Hela. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we have a winner. With I don't know my Sandy. That's that's. Seven yeah, I, I apologize. Answers correct on the marvelous, on the Marvel Sandy Sat Matt game. Seven answers correct. <laughs> Kyle has taken it. Kyle, how well, many how do you, you think that? Rob got right? I would say six. Five and a half. Five. five yeah, five and a half. What's the half? He he said the eye of Amagato, and he was pronouncing oh, okay. it wrong. I, I reversed it. Oh well. And <laughs> very kindly, would, he said, "Give me a half point. Give me no." He said, yeah. "Give me a half point. Give me yeah. a half point." Yeah, I would give a half point. I'm not that tough. I would have given it. Can to I tell you this? Yeah. Wait, hold on. One, I didn't. I I blanked on Shield. Like, oh, okay. Because I knew I wasn't going to get all of them, so I was like, whatever. Well, um, my, my problem also was that there's there's multiple versions. There's the movie version. Right. There's the comic version. Um, and I and I, I jacked up uh, Odin's first child because oh, first child you're thinking Thor. I should, yeah, dumb. And I don't know any of the words that I said except <laughs> the Sandra Bullock ones. But congratulations, Kyle. That was thank you. That was fun. I I, I feel bad for for Sandra Bullock and her family. I'd like to apologize to them publicly. Sure. Uh, it was it was me. It wasn't her. Yeah. Let me say a couple things. Let me yes. say a couple things about this. Um, specifically to Sandra? I'm disappointed. I'm off specifically about Sandra. Okay. Uh, I'm disappointed. No hope floats or forces of nature questions. Yes. Oh, agreed. Okay. Thank you. Forces of nature is so, a bag of trash, but hope floats is one of my favorites. <laughs> no, I actually, I actually know somebody who was an extra in forces of nature, really? so I have a special connection to that movie. And the hope floats soundtrack. Oh, hope I, floats. Yes. Can I tell you? That movie that destroys me. Right. When May right? Women is chasing the car. Oh, that! Not even that. Oh. My my two things are when her father asked her to dance. Oh. I'm gone. I'm gone. And then the second one is when Harry Connick Jr. is sitting with the son, and he said, "Oh, didn't you know I came here to see you?" And I was like, "Oh, oh come on!" I think Ev I need to rewatch every time. No, I'm. That was. I just had to throw those out there, Mandy. That was spectacular. Anything that yeah, makes that was no, super that, fun. that was fantastic because <laughs> I feel super I smart am... and like an idiot at the same time because I'm like I've seen every one of those movies that you said I've seen the net yeah I've seen Miscongeniality probably ten times Ugh, that's that's my favorite how did yeah. I not know it all right this brings us to our lists lists I thought I might have had at first I thought this was Ambrosia 
I thought the topic was, <laughs> and it was tough. And I thought, wow, this is this is a hard. I mean, I got to find movies with ambrosia salads in them. Um, and then I realized it's the same list, so it's cool. I'm ready for this. I actually, I'm. I'm, I'm this here's another, another weird thing. Maybe it's part of it. Always goes along with Mandy's game. I have a prediction for one that Rob picked and one that Mandy picked. Oh, of course. Mine are the yeah. most obvious ones out there, but okay. Uh, but, but I don't want. But I don't know how to give it away without. I mean, I can let's see if I can find a piece of paper. I can write them down. Ooh, and if they come I up, enjoy I can that. Throw them up. I enjoy oh, that. Old, yeah. Like uh, what was that old TV show? The old game show. Yep. Were you? Yes. You have to try yeah. math answers. All right. So I have two. Yes. I, have, I, have, I have one. I know I, this is a, my prediction that I know one that Mandy picked and then one that Rob picked. So I'm going to write both of them down. Okay. Okay. Well, this. And, and, if, and then when awesome. the time comes, I will hold them up. This topic. And so I will be able to do it fast enough so you know I'm not cheating. Okay. Just one. This topic Mandy's. came from uh, the guys doing Memento, which is a movie about amnesia. And we thankfully got to do. Our lists that involve movies with amnesia in them. I go first. You do. You do. I think I got to start. Oh, I know you guys know what I'm going to say. <laughs> but one of these I think I've brought up before. Mm-hmm. But That's I'm going to go with Overboard starring Goldie Hawn and Kurt Russell. You know me oh, so no. well. Overboard. First one I picked. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the kid who thinks he's Pee Wee Herman. And it's a great, fun movie. And then you watch it today with our eyes and mm-hmm. you're like, oh, wow, like this is uh, servitude or, or he's enslaved this poor woman. Yeah, he's gaslighting her. It's really shocking. Problematic. It's problematic. How much I love it. <laughs> Even knowing how politically incorrect and awful and misogynistic and offensive. It's just it's got all those things. But by God, those two have chemistry. Don't they, though? You can see why they've been together forever, because, man, it's just magic putting those on screen. Yep. Did, did you see the remake? No. Bite your tongue. Okay. Why would I? <laughs> no. Oh, no. So, yeah, that, to me, is the ultimate amnesia movie. So, on my solo game, I'm one for one. <laughs> you are, and, and I love that you're that making a game for yourself. <laughs> okay, I'm going to go next. Okay, this movie does not get a lot of love. I don't know why. I think it is charming. I think it's amazing. Yes, it is an Adam Sandler movie. It's Fifty First Dates. Oh, oh. steal! I, I, I figured. Well, no. That, well, see, it was gonna. You didn't have that one. I thought Kyle. I no. honestly thought Kyle was gonna have Fifty First Dates. No. I, I, okay. I'm just. We're both. Look at. We are. We are both in the same boat on this one. I love it. Mm-hmm. I always enjoy it. that ending scene when she brings him in into the room and it's all the paintings. Yeah. Come on. And then it's the the somewhere over the rainbow song and she wakes up on the boat and the walrus yeah all of it again it, i can see people's concerns and they're valid oh, of course i uh, can see that there are issues but yeah I, same thing it's it's I, I get swept up in it too like i'm like yeah. i'm like yeah i fall for it every time that but, is yeah. not one of my favorites not one of my no, favorites sir. but i still enjoy it I, I, if we if we should do a ranking of adam sandler movies like I was, sean astin is funny in that movie as like oh, a meathead bodybuilder, he was funny. Yeah, but yeah. I, I, he's not. He's not good enough for those kind of roles because he's really good at it. All right, Kyle, what else are you going to steal from me? I don't think this is one that's going to steal from you. I was sort of looking at the list, thinking like, I'm going to go a little bit further out because just because uh, uh, I, I don't want to. There's there's a a pool of uh, first of all, there's a lot of amnesia movies out there. When I started searching around, I was like, I was going, oh yeah, I guess all these do have that. Um, so I started. You had forgotten about them all. <laughs> uh-huh. If only. Um, uh, a couple of them I wish I had. 
uh, or could. Yeah. Uh, but I, I sort of I decided for my thing I was just going to do ones I had actually seen because there's a lot of one out there that I'm like oh yeah I've heard about that but I'm right. not actually going to a lot of heavy dramas and things. Yes. So this is not a heavy drama. So I'm going to go all the way back to 1996. It's interesting that I have a sort of theme of two uh, in that I have directors who were married to their leading ladies in mm-hmm. movies about amnesia. Unfortunately, the third one I, ha- I really wanted to talk about, so it doesn't fit the theme. So the two, but we're going to start from 1996, directed by Mr. Rennie Harland, starring his wife Gina Davis. It's the long kissed goodnight, written by Mr. Shane Black. It's about a an assassin who loses her memory, becomes a, a housewife, and then suddenly her past catches up to her, and she has to re relearn all those skills as the her evil group is coming to kill her. Oh, that sounds good. I never saw that. It's a really good movie. Yeah. I mean, like, it's a 90s action movie. So, right. you know, and, and Samuel L. Jackson is in it, too. It's one of his yeah. early, you know, sort of post, post-pulp fiction roles. Oh, and Gina Davis, like, uh, all yeah. the 90s. Gina Davis as a, as, I mean, a, as, yeah. a, as, a, as a badass. Yeah, yeah, that sounds fun. In her in her cutthroat island days. I didn't see that either, but I think I made a good choice. <laughs> well, there you go. You, I just I just got a, a, a two-fest for you, because that's Rennie Harland again. So it's like it's the two, two biggest movies they made together. Right. All right, guys. This is one of my... I mean, it's a sappy movie, but I love it. And I'm hoping to steal it from one of you because I feel like it's come up on the podcast before. It is Harrison Ford and a really cute beagle named Buddy. It is regarding Henry. Oh, yeah. Okay. You thought Rob was going to say Regarding Henry. I picked this because this is one of Rob's favorite movies, but now I got you twice. Oh, I love that movie. <laughs> here's here's wait, here's the reason, for you, reason why that is fantastic. I actually picked that movie on a sat mat one year ago, right? Oh, yeah, the you theme, did. The theme was Spouse with a Hidden Past. Yeah. Oh. And I, I want to hear what you love about it. But the one thing that, okay, first of all, it's an amazing performance. But the thing I always say about this movie, I think we've mentioned this on Marvel Movie Minute. This is my joke. If I ever bump into Harrison Ford, mm. like if an elevator and Harrison Ford's there, I'm going to go. The Ritz. Like to my whoever's with me, I'm going to go, it's Henry from regarding Henry. Because... <laughs> <laughs> Because he'll laugh at that, or he'll just come up to me and be like, mm-hmm. You know, uh, you could probably visit him in the it. hospital and do that joke right okay. now. Because... Oh, now, sir, too soon. <laughs> is he in the hospital? Too soon. He is, he is. Uh, Unfortunately, yeah. our, our our beloved uh, Indiana Jones uh, <laughs> is uh, continuing his streak of being injured on pretty much every movie he's oh. done in the last 10 years. And yeah, yeah. unfortunately, he suffered injury. Not, not as bad as the one he suffered on Force Awakens. Right, thankfully, uh, but yeah, he's uh, he's currently uh, recovering. Oh, so wait, let's talk. So you love this movie? I love Tell this us movie. Why. Yes. Um, I mean, it's it's like the power of love triumphs over, you know, all of these other things. I love a good kid actor, and I, it was a Jenna Malone. Am I making that up? That sounds right. No, it's not Jenna so, Malone. Yeah. I will correct that. It, I just watching him realize he's been taking his life for granted and taking his family for granted and watching him reclaim all of that was really beautiful. I love it. And his relationship, again, I'm going to mess all these actors up. Um, is it Ernie Hudson, who's his physical therapist? Am I crazy? Oh, I can tell you why you all guys are looking at IMDb that it was written by J.J. Abrams, which I think yeah. is kind of I fascinating. It's one of his I had first, no idea. One of his, yeah, it's one of his first, I think it was actually his first screenplay sale was this. Oh, wow. This is what started his career in Hollywood. And is he in it? Isn't there a cameo in yeah. it of him? I've, yeah. I think there Maybe. is in one of the scenes. There yeah. is. I can't find who played the little girl, but I know the dog's name was Buddy, and I love this movie, and the end. 1,000%. 
totally go and so that was another steal yeah because it was it was it was (laughs) that is a steal (laughs) i'll use my backup that's the nicely done uh am i i'm back in the i'm back in the seat you are okay so uh i don't know how to explain this one this one is homegrown because it was made here in phoenix It is uh, the fantastically done uh, animated feature that was made by Fox Animation Studios, who unfortunately lived a short life because they only made three movies here. And Titan AE apparently broke it. What am I talking about? I'm talking about Anastasia. Ah, yes. Oh, can I sing the the musical? Yeah. Yes. (laughs) Oh, uh, say, wait, that, of the two of us, wait, I'm sorry. Mandy should be the one singing that, not me. (laughs) (laughs) One step at a time. There you go. Yeah. Oh wow! Yeah, very nice. Uh, 1997. It's a great. It's made. It's been made into a stage of uh, stage production. Mm-hmm. It's. It'll probably get back on the road because I think it was really just in the middle of its tour before COVID. So hopefully it will. It will be circling back. I'm looking forward to seeing that uh, on stage. Uh, but not enough bar talk. Oh, not. More, we need more bar talk. I mean, more bar talk in the in the Broadway production. Yeah. Oh, is there? No, there's to no me- bar talk in it. That's the problem. Oh, there's no bar talk. No. Well, he got his, he got his, he got a spinoff. He got a spinoff. So what's there to say? That's fine. And Hank Azaria is doing fine. (laughs) Yeah, it's true. (laughs) All right. There we go. Financially, if not. I like that. And her singing voice in the movie was done by Liz Calloway, who's a Broadway legend. Yes, indeed. Beautiful, beautiful voice. All right, so I'm continuing my my the conclusion of my duology of uh, of of uh, directors and actors are, but this one actually starred in the movie as well. Uh, so this is a, I guess, amnesia is plays an element to it, but it's actually more about uh, reincarnation because from 1991, I'm talking about Dead Again, starring <gasps> oh. Kenneth Branagh and Emma Thompson, also directed oh, by Kenneth Branagh. I uh, got, love have, that movie. It's a, such a great movie. Like, like you've got. It's, it's such a oh, 90s all-stars, too. So you've got Andy yeah. Garcia. you got Robin Williams in one of his first dramatic roles. Uh, you got Wayne Knight from uh, Jurassic Park and, and, of course, Seinfeld. Uh, it's such a weird, twisty thing about, like, a murder that happened before, and now it's happening again. And, and like, Emma Thompson's character has amnesia in it, and so then Kenneth Branagh's character plays the detective. It turns out, like, it's a cycle that's repeating again. And, yeah, it's, you got to pay attention, but it is a, it's a really, really good movie. Uh, very underrated, I think. Oof. I really love that movie. Yeah. That's worth a rewatch for sure. One of, my, one of my favorite Kenneth Branagh line readings of all time, too, is this is all far from over. Like, only he can, like, take just a simple thing and just draw it out. Yep. That's, that's that RSC training. Was there controversy? Wasn't he with Emma Thompson, but then switched to being with Helena Bonham Carter at that time? Or am I crazy? Yeah, right in that time period, things yeah. got messy and weird. And, yeah. yeah. Okay, good, great movie. I have chosen a probably not so great movie that I have never seen, but I remember when it came out because I think it was Channing Tatum's first venture into drama. He was known for Step Up and doing some maybe 21 Jump Street, and then he decided to make a movie where Rachel McAdams is his wife and she gets amnesia, and it's called The Vow. And I feel like there's kissing in the rain like there was in The Notebook. I don't know. I've never seen The Notebook. But this movie is called The Vow, and it looks terrible, and I wouldn't watch it. But there's amnesia in it, and I think it's based on a true story. 
I thought it was based on a novel. I thought that was another one of those adaptations, but I don't know because I never saw it either. But Ooh, yes, boy. it does fit the qualifications. So yeah, check. Crushed it. <laughs> yeah. Rob. I don't know what to say about that. I same too. I know the movie, but I certainly have not seen it. Okay. So here's the deal. I love this movie. This movie is twisted, dark, and I someday I wish we could see the original, the director's cut. It's uh, Robert, Roger Ebert's favorite movie, the best film of 1998, Dark City. Oh, yeah. Which is, you don't watch this movie, Mandy. Don't, <laughs> don't, no. Okay, thank you. It is, it is not, it's nightmare fuel uh-huh. thrown into a vat of gasoline. Yeah. <laughs> put on a campfire I, I i i well i agree with you that i don't think Betty would like it i don't think it's like oh that, that no scary. dude no when the strangers no when those people show up no way man rob has crazy eyes okay. talking about oh, it yeah. <laughs> no because that that's the kind of stuff yeah. no it's a great movie though yeah and watch it when you if you see it see it again know that almost everything you're seeing is on a sound it's on a sound stage None of that movie was not shot on location. That movie, like maybe two scenes was, but, oh, it's incredible. Yeah. Just not get enough credit for like, uh, like all the stuff it did sort of first, yes. like all these other movies that came after like Matrix and stuff sort of like did all this stuff, but like, no, Dark City was there first, man. Like they were, yes. they were there doing all yes. these weird, twisty, dark, gothic, crow-esque stuff before anybody else got there. Yes. All right. Dark City. Avoid. Right. <laughs> that goes on my avoid list. Yeah. yeah. So uh, I'm not bringing it home strong, uh, but I'm bringing it home weird uh, because I, 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 this movie I, I had to talk about because it, it came up with the thing. You get a great director and you get great actors together and sometimes the magic happens and sometimes the magic doesn't happen. So Danny Boyle, he did this weird sort of twisted caper revenge thing with all these. So there's an art theft, but one of the people who was involved in the art theft gets amnesia and can't remember where he left the loot. It's James McAvoy is the, is the lead. And so they get a psychotherapist, Rosario Dawson, to go into his head and help him remember to figure out where he had put the stuff in. It's a movie called Trance from 2013. And it is terrible uh, <laughs> i i mean like it's such a, it's, it's so stylish and like it, danny boyle is such a great at shooting and, and angles and, and putting stuff together and the, the plot is so convoluted and strange it's it's almost like like color of night levels of like twisted things like okay they have, they have a psychotherapist so there has to be like multiple personalities and uh subliminal triggers and repressed memories and yeah, you know, crime noir doesn't have enough plot points that involve around pubic hair. But Trance was like, I'm going to step up and take care of that. Wow. Yeah, it's <laughs> powerful bad. Like, and my God, everybody is so game. Like they're, they're full on like uh, Vincent Cassiel, the, the French actor mm-hmm. is like the, the heavy. So he's like, you know, scheming and French all over the place. That's what he does. Uh, they. They really go full bore for it, but man, it just does not hold together. Uh, but it is—I mean, if you're if you're interested in a, in a very stylish hate watch, trance is your movie. Well, and if you like art, yeah, it's like I like heists, <laughs> and this was like so twisted. Oh, is... Like who? And like is this person or that person? And you're pretending to be this person, and you're controlling this person to do something. Yeah, it just gets mild. I'm sorry you had to go through that. Yeah, yep. we're here for you. <laughs> All worth it for Satman. I suffer you know, I gotta for say, my people. It really does make you wonder. There are some, okay, just side note, sidebar. Yeah. There's some really interesting movies with James McAvoy in them. Yeah, true. <laughs> are he, in this. 
Yeah. Never mind. Yeah, he I'm has just a, like, what are you doing? He has interesting man? tastes in movies. Yeah. Yeah, he does. All right. Wow. All right. Guys. So alternates? Anybody have any alternates? Uh, okay. So, well. Obviously, Rob, so I, you had to use one. because Yeah, I had to use one. That's all right. No, no, no. Well, I will say that we were going to go. Well, okay. We we avoided. It's nice to see that Kyle and I both because we are stars yes. of the Marvel Cinematic uh-huh. Universe. I know. I intentionally We avoided both of our possibilities yep. in the MCU. Captain Marvel and the Winter Soldier, Captain right. America, the Winter Soldier, um, and then there was the and then there was the obvious Men in Black. We yep. could have, oh you know, yeah, yeah. Like, no. or Men in Black Two because that's a Men in Black Two. Men in Black Two. Point. No, no, yeah, yeah. you're right. Men in Black. Oh, I thought two because they oh, have right. the the thing, but Men in yeah. Black Two right. like has the character trying to re- recover his memory. Gotcha. Yeah, uh, I had the Born Identity. That that was obvious. Oh, uh, yeah. Just because that that first one. Uh, and one I had, I was gonna talk about, but then I realized it doesn't quite qualify. Even though I was super excited to talk about it, because I, I don't think people who haven't seen this need to. Uh, it's called Moon from two thousand and nine. Uh, Mr. Sam Rockwell yeah. is the star oh, yeah. of that. He plays opposite Sam Rockwell. Sam Rockwell, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it's a it's a great twisty sci fi movie and. As I was like, like, like reading through the synopsis, trying to remember, it, like, I'm like, oh, it's not exactly amnesia. It's there's sort of a memory thing that happens, but not. But I tell you, if you're a fan of sci-fi and you have not seen this, go see it because it is a great, great sci-fi, low budget, really intense sci-fi movie. But I don't want to give anything away uh, about what it is if you haven't seen it. But it's uh, it's really, really good and worth seeing. Excellent. Well, guys, instead of thinking of a list for the next episode because Satmat will be on hiatus for a month. Yeah. I would like to know during your hiatus this next month, well, what are you excited to perhaps watch again? What would you recommend people watch? What what should we do when we're sitting around longing to hear the dulcet tones <laughs> of Rob Cabasco and Kyle Olson and we can't unless you go back and listen to past episodes? What should the people be tuning into? Uh, there's there's a, a particular genre of, of or type of, of entertainment we don't talk about on Saturday Monday. It's sort of outside of our, our wheelhouse, essentially what we normally do. But since we're in this nebulous zone as we're in our season finale, let's throw some wild stuff. Yeah. And that's stand-up comedy. Uh, of course, everybody right now is going crazy for Bo Burnham's Bo Burnham. Inside, which mm-hmm. I also have, have, have I've seen watch it three times now, and I see new stuff every time. I'm just blown away by this. So, obviously that. But, uh, actually, it's something I watched with my daughter. She's now getting into stand-up comedy. She's 13, so she's, you know, I'm able to, like, show her some stuff and be like, okay, things are going to get a little salty here, mm-hmm. but, you know, we can, we can be fine with that. And uh, she... And I watched something together for the first time, and it's James Acaster. So James Acaster is a British comedian. We uh, thought he was great when he was on Taskmaster, which is another one of our family obsessions. We watch that uh, pretty much every meal. Um, there have been 10 seasons, so there's lots of episodes to go through. It was great to get us through COVID. But he did a comedy special, but it wasn't just a comedy special. It was four comedy specials, all interconnected. So it's four hour-long stand-up specials, and it's just him on stage talking, just typical stand-up stuff, but what, what he's talking about, it, it each one is a standalone, and yet the stuff he talks about loops in and connects to other things he talks about in other ones. So if you pay attention, there's all these, like, in jokes and references and these subtle things where like we would die laughing at it. He just throw all this the random aside and we would die laughing because we remember that's from two specials ago from a joke he did oh. about this other thing. It's it's so brilliant. Very and actually cool. so much so that he 
I don't, I don't want to give away too much because it's really funny, but he has like a biography. Like he's talking about his life and it's obviously it's all lies, mm-hmm. but he's talking about how at one point he was in witness protection and he was an undercover cop and he was a crossing guard and he was, he, he sold honey, all these things. And it weaves in and out and you kind of get there to, and so much so that my daughter actually, I'm showing other people the thing. She actually wrote the biography. Like she actually wrote down everything and in the order it happens because he doesn't tell the stories in order. So she like went through and made the order of what his, this, uh, this weird biography thing he did of his life. And also I, I know I'm, I'm, I'm selling it to the weird way, but it's also extremely funny. Okay. He's really, really funny, but there's also this other sort of meta game he's playing with us at the same time that it's just, it keeps you entirely engaged. So you're laughing and also paying an extreme amount of attention. Plus he has a fascinating British accent that I'm not as used to. So Very James A. Cool. Castor, it's, it's a set of four, I think it's called Repertoire. So there's four specials, uh, all an hour long each. I highly, highly recommend it. Where do we watch it? Netflix. Great. Yeah, when you're done watching Inside again. Just yeah. hop over to James oh, A. Castor so and watch those specials. Rob. My July is going to be spent frequenting the movie theaters. Mm. Uh, looking forward to that. Multiple movies. Uh, Kyle and I will be seeing a few together, I'm sure. Mm. Uh, so we've got that. And one thing I'm definitely excited about, I will be rewatching season one of The Incredible Ted Lasso in yes. anticipation of season two, which will be debuting on Apple TV Plus on July 23rd. Yes. Super excited. That's right. New trailer for that just dropped this week, too. So oh. check that out next time you're on the YouTubes. All right. Led Tasso. You, you're... <laughs> Oh, and and for those of you who are into the merchandising thing, uh, Warner Brothers has opened the Ted Lasso shop, so you can actually can buy official Ted Lasso merchandise. So after you buy your Marvel Movie Minute merchandise, which we'll you can that. get at nextrail.com slash merch, yeah. Thank you. Uh, then head over to wbshop.com and then find the Ted Lasso stuff, and you can even get custom jerseys. Custom jerseys, AFC Richmond pint glasses, yep. other paraphernalia. Oh, fantastic. Yep. Be a goldfish. Great. Yes. What about you? What I would recommend everybody watch, I've already recommended on Mandemic Mondays, but I'm a huge fan of a show on TBS, Basic Cable, called Chad. And we oh, laughed right. so hard watching this show, and we made a deal that when my son goes away to sleepaway camp, we would watch it all again. It is laugh-out-loud funny, not appropriate for the kids, <laughs> and and a really brilliant Actress and comedian from SNL named Nassim Padrad plays a 14-year-old boy named Chad who wrestles with adolescence and being Middle Eastern in an in a white area. And it it she is so funny. He is so funny. It is done so well. And we had to watch it piecemeal, but I would like to like binge it and just spend a Saturday with Chad. And I would recommend everybody do the same. I hope it gets a pickup. I haven't heard, but um, it's really funny and really well done. I have seen that mentioned many times just in the last week or two. Yeah. And it's, it looks like it's definitely worth, uh, at least to, to watch, watch the first episode. And if you're into it, definitely enjoy it. Yeah. She's I've great heard. too. Yeah. It's, I've it's heard like it's a, the Ted Lasso of TBS. <laughs> it's like a strangers oh, with candy vibe, which I was always a fan uh, of. And it's just, oh. it's just so well done. She's just hilarious. Um, I'm getting emotional because I'm about to wrap it up for the season. I know. I know. It's what a season it has been. This is it. So, as I said, we're taking the month of July off and we will be back the first weekend in August with a new show. The next reel will be kicking off its 10th season with 10 exciting series, starting with 80s comedy with Coolidge and Heckerling. 
It's a five-film series looking at Fast Times at Ridgemont High, Valley Girl, Johnny Dangerously. Oh, God, I loved that movie as a kid. Real yeah. Genius. And Once. look who's talking. I love that movie. <laughs> and we will be back with a new poll for that series then. Now, if you want to participate in voting and all of the fun stuff that we have going on here in the Next Real family, you can head over to the Show Talk channel in the Next Real Discord community and lend your vote to the chaos that's list picking and movie sabotage each week. But are you wondering, anybody, how do you get access to the Show Talk channel? Yeah, how do I get access? I'm so glad you asked. All you have to do is head over to thenextreel.com slash membership and become a supporter of the Next Real family of podcasts. For just $1 a month, you can become a one reeler, join our online community in our Discord server, and for a few dollars more a month, become a two reeler supporter and join us for live streams as we record, early access to shows in your very own personal podcast feed, and access to super secret member channels in discords and member bonus episodes that's right members get a slew of episodes that only they can hear plus you can now support with a single annual donation at either level monthly monthly i say right i've got more did you know we now have an individual sat mat feed if you love listening to this show but you're overwhelmed by the vast quantity of next real shows flooding your feed you can now limit your downloads by subscribing to our new individual feeds. Woohoo! Woo nice. Yes! Each of our shows has its own separate feed in the directories. So if you just want this and the next reel, for example, you can just search for them and subscribe. Or perhaps you want Marvel Movie Minute. You can subscribe yes, yes, you to that one you too. Do. It's that yes. easy. And before I go, one more thing. Before I have my martini, Letterboxd, <laughs> they're offering a discount to anyone listening to The Next Reel. Just head to thenextreel.com slash letterboxd, and you can upgrade your Letterboxd account to pro or patron with a 20% off discount. The discount also works for renewals. <sighs> I did it. That's a lot of business. <laughs> you made it through. That That's beautiful. a lot of business. Oh. Guys. Like, handle it like a pro. Look at that. Yeah. Well, thanks, In her inaugural season. <laughs> this is this is like the end of my first season and look yeah. look how our girl has grown rob i'm so yeah. proud of her <laughs> i had no doubt i forgot I, to press record is that a problem <laughs> yeah <laughs> guys take it from the top uh, let's exactly talk about one more time ex exactly the same though thank you very much you are oh great no, our pleasure this was beautiful that was fun well done yes and, and and I can't okay. wait. I can't wait for Kyle to listen. Listen to me make yeah. a fool of myself. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah. So like, uh, luckily, uh, neither of our shows are taking the July off. So while you're waiting for the next Saturday matinee, oh, no. listen to some Marvel Movie Minute. Listen to Curiosity Codex. New episode of that. Listen to Mandemic Mondays, which will be uh, coming on there. So there's there's plenty of next real content for those of you who will be missing this at Matt, as we will. That's right. Subscribe, rate, and review, and. Stay safe. Have a great summer. See you next year. Stay cool. Be well. I love the conversations that so many of our hosts have had on their shows. Steve and JJ on Trailer Rewind, Ray and Ocean on Silver Linings, even Tommy's short-lived No, No, Wait, Hear Me Out. And so many films they've discussed started out as a book, a play, or even a TV series. 
Well, now you can support our whole family of podcasts by using our new Originals page to buy the original source material used to inspire films covered on our shows. Just visit thenextreel.com slash originals. Your purchases made through our links give us a small commission at no extra cost to you and allow us to keep having these fantastic conversations. It's a wonderful way to support the show. Producing these podcasts week after week require a ton of work behind the scenes. If you'd like to help support our efforts, try using our Originals page when shopping for books and movies that we've covered. It's your one-stop shop for Amazon and Apple links where you can buy the book, play, video game, movie, etc. upon which the movie is based. Original material for trailer rewind movies like If Beale Street Could Talk, The Goldfinch, Aniara, or The Two Faces of January, or Silver Linings movies like Repo Men, which was based on the repossession Mambo. Plus, by using those links to buy books, Amazon and Apple show us a little bit of love, which allows you to support our family of shows with minimal effort. Visit thenextreel.com slash originals. It's a fantastic way to support the show and find a great book to read. That's right. Head over to thenextreel.com slash originals to find your next read and get started today. Mm-hmm.